Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome, fantasy football players. The season is getting super close. Bring it up. And it's time to get you ready to win. Let's go, man. Fantasy Football Weekly, presented by Dave and Buster's in Wauwatosa. The fan delivers every Sunday morning, 10 to noon, with up-to-the-minute injury news, analysis, weather forecasts, and expert opinion to help you win. Now, here are Tim Allen and Rami Makloff with Fantasy Football Weekly on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. And welcome in, everybody. It is Fantasy Football Weekly presented by Dave and Buster's in Wauwatosa. Eat, drink, play, watch sports. And uh, it's Tim Allen, Rami Makloff, 11 years of this. Yes. We have Greg Janik and we have Security Dan. The A-team is in place here as uh, really, for all intents and purposes, we're kind of underway, aren't we? Yes. Yes, we are. We have a game on Thursday. We have real football on Thursday. Yes, we do. Now, we're going to save our full slate of uh, games and analysis for next week's show as everyone gets their starting lineups in. But if you have a starting lineup question, we will take that today. We'll have the circle of trust with uh, Adam Burnett today. And we'll focus on uh, grading your draft. You've been to a draft or two already and uh, I've been to two so far. Got right. three today. I've had one. Three today? Yeah, and a big day of work. At Don't the you same have a time. Milwaukee Admirals baseball postgame show to host today? I do, and the on deck show. Oh, my goodness. You were doing the on deck show, right? Today? Yeah. No. No? No, I checked the schedule for that. No, okay. you're on the schedule. No, no I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, it's not. Sparky had a revise when he sent out yesterday. I can read, he Greg. Out the Thank revision. you very much. He's okay. on a revision yesterday. I checked my email, and I know how to read, boys. Yeah, but... Uh, I'm out of here at noon. I'm going to make waffles. We got an online draft at 2 today, and so that should be okay. Online drafts are a godsend. Absolutely right on the money, Rami Makhlouf, Tim, and I wanted to start out with that. You've been in my big league before, right? Yeah. You, you you quit. You couldn't hang. But it took forever. It's a 10-person league. Oh, it's my God. It's an 18-player roster. And wow. seriously, in the past, it's taken five to six hours, <laughs> if not more. <laughs> we got people falling asleep at the draft. We did it online for the first time last night, hour and a half. Oh, yeah, see? Hour and a half. See how that works? Done and done. Now, it hurt my heart a little bit that we didn't have a gathering this year. Get this it. fantasy draft has had a gathering every year since we started it for that, going on 12 years. Well, that's why I'd like to do at least one live draft every year. I do like that, that part of it. I don't think I'm going to get that this year. I think the Station League is, which you also quit because you can't hang. That's an online. The, the Station League is also an online draft, and those are the only two leagues I'm doing this year, so I will not get my fantasy football draft party on this year. You can still do an online draft. You just can get everybody together to do yeah, the no, online that's, draft. Yeah, no, that's the thing. We couldn't, we couldn't get everybody together. Oh, I have kids. I well, got no, this I going on. I got that going yeah, on. Yeah, and, and you have a year to prepare for this, so. But, I, you know, I get it. I was at a draft yesterday that uh, one of the players is always there each and every year. He's in Italy with his wife on a romantic getaway. Oh, good for him. Well, I'm just saying, what, is he going to stay back and do a fantasy football yes. league or do that? Yes. Stay back and do a fantasy football draft. No. 
It or might fl- be or fly back for a day, then go back to Italy. They have a bunch of kids, and they're not taking the Ew. kids. So it's like, you know, that that helps out the physical part of their relationship. See, <laughs> see that that helps. You get away. Oh, man. So I, I have a draft on Wednesday night. Cody Grant left his Facebook account open this week. Didn't, did he learn nothing? No, he did didn't. Did he learn nothing from last week? <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. So I have a draft Wednesday night right in the middle of a bar. Okay, I don't mind going to a bar. Believe me. No, I know. But but a fantasy football draft at the bar, not in a back room of the bar. Just right there in the middle at of the bar? The bar. Right. At the, so you, you're doing a draft and someone's playing Lady Gaga over on the jukebox. <laughs> and you're like, well, wait a second. Who is chosen? So that's a little complaint about live draft. The one that really gets me. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Okay, so you have uh, there's 16 people. I mean, there's 16 players in this league. That's too many players. And that's yesterday, and we're sitting there, and what the commissioner does with his assistant at the front table, um, they will say, like, the next three or four or five picks. And they'll say, like, all right, next up is Tim, Mark, Eric, and Rami. Tim, Mark, Eric, Rami. Okay? They'll do it that way. So they'll name off the next four or five people. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm at the table with one said Mark. Uh Uh-huh. And Mark starts a conversation knowing full well he just heard he's second up. Starts a conversation with the guy sitting next to him. Get your stuff together, Mark. About college football. Get your stuff together. And I knew what was happening the whole time. So the other guy makes his pick. Now Mark's on the clock. Oh, damn it, Mark. And everyone's la, 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 la. Everyone's hanging out, doing their thing. And and someone finally got a little quiet and someone goes, whose pick is it? (laughs) He goes, Mark, Mark's up. Mark goes, oh, I'm up. Get it together, Mark. Now he's got to scramble the Jets. Don't be that guy, Mark. Look through his literature. That drove me crazy. The other one was, because this isn't online. Like like Greg said, we could have all just brought laptops and did it that way. Right. But uh, the, the fact that someone said, and it's deep into the draft, someone said, Oh, you know, uh, Latavius Murray is still there. Let's, did Latavius Murray get chosen? Oh, I hate that guy. And he was going to be my next pick? I hate that guy. So I didn't react because I don't want to let him see me sweat at I all. I hate that guy. Internally, I'm going, I want to punch Dude, you. Shut up. Shut your shut mouth. Shut your face. Wow, there's certain etiquette that goes on with these drafts. Most times, you're right, Rami, it's a get-together amongst friends. But other times, I don't know some of these guys. Yeah, I think ideally... You still have the get-together. You have the fantasy football draft party, but it's still online to move things along. The one tonight I have? Especially nowadays with, you know, we're all walking around with computers in our hands. Everybody doesn't have to bring their laptop or their tablet. You can do it right there on your phone, but it's going to keep everybody honest and on time. So that being said, I've come to the uh, determination, and I want to throw this out there. Have you ever heard of this? I want to be in a league Uh with... When you walk in, you, you you walk in essentially naked. Well, not naked, naked. Okay, but, I was going to say, what kind of fantasy are you no, talking about? But, no. Okay. Not any devices of any kind. No phones, no laptops, no literature, no magazines, no, no notes, no, 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 no nothing. No, 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 no. I want to be in that league. That's going to make it harder. That's going to make it no. Yes, it's make it longer. I don't mean it's going to make it harder. Like it's like only the most skilled players will come out on top of this. I mean it's going to make it take longer. That's 
That's the way us pioneers did it. Because how, you know how many times, you think it's bad now. You know how many times this is going to come up. Is uh is DeMarco Murray off the board yet? Yeah, no, in, the, in, the, in the eighth off the round. Board? Right. No. In the eighth round. Is DeMarco yeah. Murray still there? No, there'll be a board of the selections. It doesn't matter. People no. still do it now. Yeah, no, I need, I need my own records. Uh, yeah, I need my own records or a computer in front of me. Pitfalls and advantages of live drafts. Now, we will grade your team out. Uh, we'll throw that out there on social media. Did you have a draft? I think most people have by now. I did. How'd you do? Yeah, you want my team? Yeah. Uh, give me one second. You're We're going to grade you out. Greg, have you been in a draft yet? I have. I've been in two. That's right. You had uh, some... Technical difficulties. Yeah, there. I did have some technical difficulties with that, which did not make me happy in a keeper league. <laughs> no, I bet it didn't. Nope. <laughs> I have no. the number one overall pick in a keeper league, and uh, Yahoo tells you that you cannot draft. And my first four picks got auto drafted. So instead of getting a Leonard Fournette or Dalvin Cook or Joe Mixon and or Kareem a, Hunt, and it's a no contract league, you nope, can have them f- for throughout their, their entire career. career. Yep, yep. And my first pick is Doug freaking Baldwin. Ouch. What? Which isn't horrible. I think he's one of the most underrated yeah, fantasy receivers keep Doug out there. No. Exactly. No. No, <laughs> no I wouldn't. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. All right, I got it. Are you ready? I'm ready for it. We're gonna grade out Rami's first team. Now the thing I worry about with this team is the, the durability and the health. I have some guys on here who could have some injury problems or are suspended. Uh Jameis Winston is my quarterback. My wide receivers, now this is just my starting lineup. Wide receivers are uh, Mike Evans, Demarius Thomas, Devontae Parker. Starting running backs, Jordan Howard, Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, I got Jordan Reed at tight end. Leonard Love Ford- that team. Leonard Fournette is my flex player. Love that team. And then this is my bench, Stephon Diggs, Mark Ingram, Hunter Henry, Willie Sneed, who suspended the first three games of the season, but I can withstand that. Tyrod Taylor and Deshaun Kaiser are my backup quarterbacks. Uh, my defenses are Kansas City and Pittsburgh kickers. Wow, I love it. Dan Bailey and Chris Catanzaro. You get an A. I get an A. That's an A. Thank you, sir. I'll take That's it. That's an A. I guess the only the only weakness, um, well, potential weakness, might be Winston because everyone's high on him. Now, will he perform? Yes. And I read a stat. What I think we may have gone over it last year that he's thrown a touch or scored a touchdown in some capacity in every game since his first high school game yeah that includes all of high school college and the pros that's amazing so that is truly amazing so you get some foundational points with with Jameis Winston but in terms of high end if you could cap that thing with a quarterback like a breeze I love my running backs I like the whole team love my running backs. now Demarius Thomas might be a trust or bust pick that we will talk about throughout the uh, duration of the show See, today. even though he doesn't have a great quarterback throwing the football to him, we really don't know who the quarterback will be throwing the football to him up until now. In today's NFL, somebody on every team is going to catch a lot of passes. And if there's somebody on the Broncos team who's going to catch a lot of passes, it's going to be Demarius Thomas. Be him. So that's, that was now, my thinking and taking. Now, him. this newsflash just in, and this involves Greg Janet. Greg, your favorite player. He's was a bum. He's re- not going to start he's anyways. He's reacquired by the Denver Broncos. Brock Osweiler. I like that move for Denver. Any thoughts on that? He's going to ride the pine. Well, of course. But what happens if Simeon takes one to the I can't believe the Broncos are going to pay him almost $16 million this year so he can play for the Broncos. Oh, they won't pay him? No, they are. The Browns have to pay him. Oh, yeah, the Browns. The Browns. Browns. Did I say Broncos? I'm sorry. Browns. The Browns have to pay him. Yeah. That's all right. They got a second-round pick from him. $750,000 cost to the Broncos to get Osweiler. Sure. I like the move for Denver. I do. I, I think it's a good move for Denver. He, 
he performed decent for a half year. Not as good as people think. You go back and look at the numbers when he was filling in for Manning. They weren't great. They were good. They were okay. I mean, they were... They were Trent Dilfer numbers. Maybe. They were serviceable for that defense. For, For that defense, right. It was sort of game manager type numbers. So... Yeah, Brock Osweiler still still kicking it. Greg Janik, he's a he's a what? He's a bum. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Trust or bust. All right, we'll go over uh, a couple of the drafts that I was in, and we'll see what you think of that uh, a little bit later on. But one of the uh, receivers that I was I'm really curious about is Terrell Pryor. There's a guy that falls into my I can't figure out. Is it? Should I trust him, or is he a bust? I really like Terrell Pryor. I mean, putting up numbers like he did in Cleveland, you would assume in Washington that he should be stud-like. I don't know, man. I don't know how high you go with uh, Terrell Pryor. Uh, Third round, fourth round. Is he a third? Yeah, that's where he's been going in in most of the drafts I've been seeing. Fourth round, maybe. Somewhere in the third to fifth round. I mean, you Uh, you don't... Different drafts, different scoring systems. Somewhere in the third to fifth round. Now, there was some news last night, uh, speaking of uh, trust or bust. Um, Mike Williams mm-hmm. for the L.A. Chargers. Mm-hmm. He does not start the uh, season on the pup list. Now, that surprised me. I thought everything I was reading led me to believe that he wasn't going to be involved early. It was an extensive injury. So, there you go. There's another one. But, again, a rookie uh, in that in that regard, I I don't know if he's trustworthy or not. I I, probably not. Maybe, I mean, maybe he got his stash on, on, the, on the lower end of your roster. Now these are, he... these are guys just off my list in, right. in preparing this morning. Leonard Fournette, he's he's a guy I'm not sure about. I'm high on Leonard Fournette. Uh, well, so is everyone else. I just you know what, Rami, the the Chris Ivory, the TJ Yeldon, the Jordan Todman, all of these people have been burned by. Yeah, but I think Leonard Fournette is 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 the real deal, and you're going to see him get a healthy, as long as he can stay healthy, a healthy amount of carries right out of the gates for the Jacksonville Jaguars because they don't trust their they don't trust their quarterback situation, and they think they have a pretty good defense there. And what's the defense's best friend? A good running game. So I think that they're going to try and, and use that equation to win football games in Jacksonville. Will that win them football games? I don't know. But like I said, I think you'll yep. see a healthy amount of carries for, for Fournette right out of the gates. You got some more on my uh, trust or bust list. We'll uh, do a round robin here. It is for all intents and purposes uh, week one of the NFL. We've got a game on Thursdays at uh, New England, Kansas City, correct? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. We'll fire that thing up on a Brewers off day. I got a Brewers lineup for you if you want before we go into the break. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan VR leading off and in center field. Again. Neil Walker is batting second, playing second. Ryan Braun is in left field. He'll bat third, cleaning up and at third base. Travis Shaw, Domingo Santana in right field, batting fifth, batting sixth. And at first base is Eric Thames. Manny Pena behind the plate. He'll bat seventh. Orlando Arcia, shortstop and batting eighth. Brent Suter on the mound and batting Yeah, Thames moved down in that lineup. More on that on the uh, On Deck show coming up at noon today. But uh, right now it's Fantasy Football Weekly presented by Dave and Buster's in Wauwatosa. Have you made your draft and uh, send us your team? Send us at least your starting lineup and we can grade that out for you. 799-1250. And again, trust or bust, there's a couple just teetering right in between for me and i'm sure a lot of you guys as well we'll be back on sports radio 105.7 fm the fan 
Sitting in traffic after the Brewers game? Turn on the Milwaukee. Tim and Rami have been playing fantasy football for literally decades. Now everything comes down to one. And they know exactly what it takes to win. Embrace the opportunity. This is Fantasy Football Weekly. This is an important game. Presented by Dave and Busters in Wauwatosa on the fan. Play with your heart. Yeah, welcome back. Talking Fantasy Football Weekly. Talking Fantasy Football on Fantasy Football Weekly. Presented by Dave and Busters in Wauwatosa. Tim, Rami, Greg Janik, Security Dan. In our 11th season of doing this show and uh, this week's focus, Trust or Bust. And there's there's a list that I've got and we'll continue to run down them. And we'll get to Rami's and uh, Greg Janik's as well. A couple of running backs that, uh, by the way, will grade your team out if you've been to a draft. Do you want objective analysis of of the team rami just uh, gave me his team and and i thought it was really good thank that's, you sir that's a really good team i appreciate it uh you, you think i covered myself enough at the running back position for ezekiel elliott suspension i do okay and and i'm not sure when that's going to go down though well they're asking for a stay right now from a judge they are yes and, and from what i understand the same legal team that uh tom brady had with a deflate gate situation yes that is correct oh boy this could be messy as well. So I don't know. Maybe 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 Zeke and the Cowboys, they'll just you know, if they plea bargain, if you will, with Goodell and just do a three gamer. I don't I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna pan Once out. Once I get him back, I have a studly stable of running backs. Yeah, I I, th- I like the Mark Ingram thing. I think he's been sliding just because of AP. I think you're covered there, and he's not even one of your front line guys. No, he's my fourth running back. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Cowboys, Security Dan, you had a Cowboy on your trust or bust list. Yeah, my trust or bust list is, I, I don't know about Dakota Prescott. I'm kind of iffy on him because of that whole sophomore jinx thing, and, and that's a real thing for those of you out there who don't believe that. Yeah. That is a real thing. Yeah, um, I agree with you. I don't know what to think of Dak Prescott either. I don't know if, though, he was at a high level of fantasy quarterback, though, to begin with. Oh, he was a pretty high-level fantasy quarterback. He was top 10 when you look at fantasy numbers last year. The sophomore thing, I, I think that's uh, that's interesting, and that's that's directly connected to uh, Zeke and whether he gets in. And, and I think there, without Zeke, there's a ton of pressure on Dak Prescott to perform. Absolutely. And that sets him up maybe a higher percentage chance to have the sophomore slump. So if there's a lot of pressure, if Zeke's back and, and ready to go next Sunday and, and moving forward, uh, the suspension doesn't happen through legal reasons or whatever, um, maybe they game manage him and ease himself into the early stages of his career. And I think that's what they were going to do. Now you take Zeke away and it's going to have to be lean on Dak day every week. I, I don't trust him. You don't? I don't trust Dak. That's your guy. Yeah, I, I don't trust him right now. I just don't. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure on him. That team, that whole team, I don't trust. Uh, a couple of running backs that I have on my trust or belt. I got a running back on my trust Confusion. I've got two of them. Todd Gurley is one. Mm-hmm. And LaShawn McCoy is another. Oh. And for whatever reason, Buffalo seems too messy for me. And McCoy, he has an injury past uh, where he's dinged up a lot. And it's like. Well, the hammy acted up, so he, he's, he was taken out in the early third quarter. Yet he had 88 yards rushing and two TDs. I mean, he did his job, but then he, he disappears for a half a game. 
That whole uh, situation in Buffalo, I'm not sure I trust that. And that being said, I don't think I trust McCoy. I think McCoy might be the only thing I trust in Buffalo. <laughs> okay. Somebody, somebody's going to move the football, right? It's, a, it's, an off, it's an offensive league. When you compare it to Bob, who's on Buffalo, yeah. Right. You would probably trust him more than uh, yeah. anyone else. And they traded Sammy Watkins, so he's not he's not the guy that you can – somebody's got to move the football. Somebody will move the football for the Buffalo Bills. I just think they're a bad team. Well, yeah, they're a bad team. They're and, the Buffalo Bills. Well, and they're going to lean on McCoy to the point where it might pop up. You might break him? Yeah, might pop up. Todd Gurley, on the other hand, mm-hmm. him I trust a little bit more than you would think. The Rams are going to be a better football team. Todd Gurley has as much talent as maybe any running back in this league. They have a horrible offensive line. At least they did last year. I'll I'll be honest with you. I didn't follow all the moves that the Rams made on their offensive line. They made two moves. They did. Okay. They did. They got uh, Andre Whitworth from Cincinnati, and they upgraded at their center position. Okay. Okay. All right. So they're trying to do something about it. But it doesn't matter because they're going to stack the box against them because your quarterback is Jared Goff. True that. No, but you bring in Sammy Watkins to alleviate that a little bit. It doesn't matter. He's always hurt, and you got Jared Goff as your quarterback. He's the next Brock Osweiler. He's a bum. So, Jared Goff is yeah. now bum category? Yes. After one season? Yes. Okay. We'll monitor that as we he move looks, along I'll, here. I'll say this. Uh, he looks bum-ish. He looks bum-ish. <laughs> he does. He does look bum-ish. Yes, yes. yes, he does. And the numbers look bum-ish, too. Yes. The, the problem I have with the Rams, okay, I'm facing you, Rami. Throw the ball that way. Not that way. Not to my left or my right. So you mean forward progress. Forward. Hmm. Throw the ball downfield. That's quite That's quite the novel concept. In the Rams games that I have watched. You should be an offensive coordinator. <laughs> I, know, I know it's a novel idea. Right. You might want to go. The end zone, by the way, is that way. It's forward. Yes, forward. Yes. Go forward. Throw the ball down. Everything was a seven-yard little flick off to the side of Tavon Austin. And he gets bottled up and does nothing. Yeah, I, so I think it's a schematic thing. For, uh, for the Rams, but I do like Gurley. I think the team overall is better than it was last year. I like Gurley, depending on where he falls to, I like Gurley better than a lot of people think. 799-1250, we're going to have uh, uh, Adam Burnett, almost said Adam McAlvey, coming up. You're, you're in full Brewers mode, huh? Yeah, I know that. We are in a wild card race. Stop. What? We're in a division. We're in a oh. playoff race. Oh, okay. Playoff race. All right. <clears throat> Um, Adam Burnett will have his trust or bust list for us. Can and I give also, you a, a trust or bust since we're on running backs? Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your teases. Right. Go ahead. I'll, I'll give you mine after you're done with your teases. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, he has a trust or bust. And uh, coming up, we will trust or bust some rookies as well because I, I think there are some rookies out there that may be going a little bit higher than they should. I was surprised. I wanted Leonard Fournette on my team. I'm high on Leonard Fournette. I was surprised I had to take him as high as I had to take him because of how high up he was on the board at that time. I just got, I, yeah, I, I have Fournette on a team, and I'm not sure I trust him. I just had to. Running backs, I did notice in the two drafts, guys, running backs run thin very, very quickly. Yep. Oh, yeah. Very quickly. There isn't a lot of depth there. But I will say this. The depth is getting better at the running back position than it has been in past years because we're seeing more and more running backs go at the at the upper end of the NFL draft. Not fantasy drafts, but the NFL draft. Remember, there was like, there was like a four-year span where no running back was taken in the first round. Yep. 
And now in the last few years, you have Zeke, you have Todd Gurley this year, and then Jordan Howard emerged for the Bears last year. This mm-hmm. year you have Fournette and uh, who's the kid in, in Minnesota? I'm drawing Delvin Cook. Delvin Cook going in the first round. You're seeing – and I think the running back position is is becoming an important position to NFL teams again as they adjust to what NFL defenses have been doing, which is a lot of these nitro packages where you see smaller players – out on the field, NFL teams see that and they go, well, all right, you want to go small? We'll just run the ball right down your throat. And running backs all of a sudden become a more vital part of an offense. Yeah, the uh, running backs, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Zeke, and these guys, yeah, you might be right. They're starting to crawl back up the food chain here in fantasy drafts. 799-1250, if you've uh, been to a draft, if you want your team graded out, you have any questions about a uh, sit or start for Thursday's game, We'll break that game down as well. The uh, New England Patriots did pick up a receiver last night. Did you see that? Yeah, that was weird. It was kind of weird. It was a weird trade. Hard to question what the New England Patriots do, though. I never question what Bill Belichick does. Except he, on the cheating If part he of did it, it, it was the right move. Philip Dorsett is now a... I was high on Philip Dorsett when he came out for when the, the Colts drafted him out of Miami. Pick, yeah. Kid can fly. Yep. And they're going to put him in that slot in place of Edelman, who's hurt. I don't know if he'll be full-time replacing Julian Edelman, but he's going to be one of the guys that they're hoping can replace Julian Edelman. And a guy that fast in the slot with what they got outside drawing attention, mm-hmm. he might be able to do some things. Now, we uh, provide conversation here this week on Fantasy Football Weekly, and then you make up your mind whether or not you trust or you're going to bust these guys. Uh, we might give you a little something to think about. We may give you a little something to study out and do a little more research on, but we're here to help as well. 799-1250. It is Fantasy Football Weekly presented by Dave and Busters in Wauwatosa. Adam Burnett, the circle of trust or bust. That will be next. Rami has a, ru- a couple of more players, including a running back. And we've got some Two rookies. running backs. A couple of running backs. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've got some rookies on the board, and I don't know if I trust a couple of them. We'll uh, talk after the break here. Greg Janik has a sports flash and we'll be back. Fantasy Football Weekly presented by Dave and Buster's in Wauwatosa here on The Fan. Do you want to be in the circle? Adam Burnett invites you in. Time now for the circle of trust. Who can you trust with this much on the line? We got you covered. Let's dig way deep for a sleeper that matters. The circle of trust on Fantasy Football Weekly presented by Dave and Buster's. On 105.7 FM, The Fan. Yeah, welcome back. I think we can call this segment this week The Circle of Bust with Adam Burnett as he joins us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Adam, I know last week we interrupted you for Circle of Trust during one of your drafts. How are we doing this morning? I'm doing well. I'm going into work after this, so I have a little bit of time. All right, very good. Circle of trust or bust. We've been talking about some of the players. Also, uh, our buddy Paul Wagner, former Brewers pitcher, has uh, just texted me uh, his team. Rami likes it. I I haven't really taken a close look at it quite yet, and we'll break that thing down as well and grade that out. But, Adam, here we are. I've been through a couple of drafts. You kind of get the lay of the land on on how things flow and how things fall and – Live drafts uh, tend to drive you crazy a little bit, depending on the company you're you're in there with. But um, you have some circle of trust or bust candidates. Yeah, these guys are all busts this week. These are busts based off of in the mock drafts that I've done and the three live drafts that I've done where these players were taken. Now, these are going to be busts for the first week, or these are going to be busts for just in general? 
I think these are busts for the season. Okay. Uh, I think these are guys that are overdrafted and people are missing on value instead of in and taking these guys instead. I wouldn't take Andrew Luck of the Colts this year um, mm. at the round where he's been going. The labrum tear that he had, his is different than Jay Cutler's and Cam Newton's. He's not throwing week one. He's not going to play. You don't know how long he's going to be out for. Why pass on Kirk Cousins, James Winston, Marcus Mariota, and take luck and have to wait and see when he plays? I don't know that he's going to provide real good value for you this year, and I like to start my team's going i don't like to have question marks entering the first couple weeks of the season i try to win those first couple games because those wins matter just as much as the ones in week 11 12 and 13 well hold on here just a second here now again a lot of this is contingent on where these guys fall in the draft okay so when you look at uh, an andrew luck who's a top 10 fantasy quarterback typically uh, what if he drops to the point where you're like, man, I waited on quarterback anyway. I might as well take a flyer on him. If he's a, if he's your QB two, or you can get a real high end QB two at that point, then I would do it. But from the drafts that I've done, he's been overdrafted. Okay, well my season's shot then. Okay, because I have Luck and Brian Hoyer. I think you're going to need to upgrade with Brian Hoyer. Thank you. I'm with I'm with Adam on that. Yeah, he's an ex-bear. I, I don't I don't I, I tend to not like ex-bears. I'll bet he's in, in the top half of fantasy quarterbacks this year. Really? Yes. Okay. In that offense? Yep. With Shanahan? Yep. And Pierre Garçon? Mhm. Possible. I wouldn't bet on it, but possible. It's in okay. the realm of possibility. All right, very good. Running back, Lamar Miller of the Houston Texans. I've been a big fan of him his entire career. Always was waiting for him to get a full-time job. Let him get unleashed. Give him a full workload. He got a full workload last year in Houston. He wore down. He wasn't that great. To me, he's a running back three or a running back four. He's not a running back two. I don't see drafting Lamar Miller as a running back two and getting back the value that you need. I think there's other running backs that I'd rather have at the spot where he's going. So yeah. to me, Lamar Miller's a bust. Yeah, I, th- I, I agree with you, and I, I want to know part of him. However, if he's your if he's your flex on a given week, at a given time, maybe you got to fight through some buys. I, I like that. I, I think that's where he belongs in that flex-type position. I don't trust really hardly anything on Houston. I know they just doled out a bunch of contracts, one of which being DeAndre Hopkins for a five-year deal. They're pretty sold on him. I've... Fedorowicz, I guess, you know, you have to draft a tight end. I guess you could do worse. I don't trust too much, and Lamar Miller falls into that bus category for me, too. Wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey of the Philadelphia Eagles. Way too many soft tissue injuries for him. There are so many receivers that you can take other than him. There's no reason for it. The, the value is just not there. If you're taking him as a wide receiver for Okay, but if he's a wide receiver three for you, or even a wide receiver two in a deeper league, like a 16-man league, one that I have to draft in tomorrow is a 16-man league, I just want no part of Alshon Jeffrey. Did, I think he's hurt all the time, and it's just not worth it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, did uh, did the early promise of Carson Wentz last year, and, and throughout the season sprinkled in there, you, you saw a little glimpse of what, what he potentially could be. Does that change your mind at all for Jeffrey? Is it solely based on Jeffrey and, and his body? Solely based on Jeffrey and his body. 
Okay, because I, I think Philadelphia is on their way a little bit. They're early stages of things, but I kind of like Carson Wentz. I have him in a dynasty keeper league. I traded a lot of picks for him last year to get him. I think Wentz is an up-and-coming player. I just don't see Jeffrey being able to be healthy for a, a majority of the games and helping you in fantasy lineups. Okay, got it. Tight end Cameron Braid of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I find it highly unlikely that he gets eight touchdowns again this year. There are so many other options that are on the upswing. You're better off drafting Hunter Henry instead. Henry's got much more upside. Um, even Evan Ingram of the Giants, I think I'd rather take a flyer on him or even Julius Thomas than drafting Braid. The Bucks drafted O.J. Howard. Howard may not take that rollover right away, but with the addition of Deshaun Jackson, I don't see Braid replicating last year's stats. I do think he's going to be a red zone target, though. I mean, if, if maybe a, a, in a deeper TD-only league, I, I haven't taken him, but I, I like Cameron Bright. I do, and I, Winston constantly looks for him in the red zone. Obviously, they double they double up on, on Mike Evans. I don't know if Deshaun Jackson's ever been a red zone target guy. He's been a you know stretch-the-field kind of guy in between the 20s, but once you get down in there, I think... I don't know about that. Uh, I like O.J. Howard, the guys that the guy potentially could be a stud tight end, but I, I might disagree with you on that. I don't think it's a full bust on Bright. Kicker, Chris Boswell of the Steelers. They go for two a lot, and Heinz Field's a real tough place to kick. I think there are other options that you can take, even though Boswell plays in a high-scoring offense. Boswell's a kicker that I would avoid. I actually did kicker research for this segment, uh, but Boswell would be the one that, that I would look to pass on. So, well, what do you do with kickers? I mean, there's a lot of kicker movement last night. A ton of kicker movement last what night. What do you mean? Well, just people were caught, and they're going oh, with younger guys. Right. And, I mean, that's a kicker, though. But when you think about your scoring system, what's your scoring system on kickers? Some leagues I've played where you get five points for a 50-yard field goal. That's big One time. I mean, you you do have to follow along with kickers. You're getting three points. Oh, he yeah, kicks, they can be the difference. He kicks a couple of field goals, gets a couple of extra points. He's going to outscore some running backs yep. in your lineup. I wouldn't sleep on the kicker. What is it, FanDuel? Is it FanDuel? They don't even have a kicker in the lineup. They don't? One of them doesn't. Either DraftKings or FanDuel. You don't I think it's FanDuel. A, yeah, you don't even have a kicker. So you, you don't even go with a kicker. So. I'm kind of okay with that. I don't know. I think they're, they, you get too many points. Too many points out of kickers. Yeah. I mean, that's what Dan's saying in my ear. There's too many points on the board. <laughs> that nine. Dan controls your thoughts? Well, no, I was just saying okay. it at the same time. Um, three field goals and a, and a, and a couple of touchdowns? Yeah, nine, you're talking 10, about 11, 11 points. points? Yeah. yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. All right, uh, anybody else? Any bonus, trust, or bust? I have a defense and an IDP. What you got? Favorite. Packers defense, I will avoid this year. I think they're going to be an okay unit in real football and fantasy football purposes. I would avoid them. They give up too many yards and too many points. Packers get up on teams early with their passing attack. Then the defense plays vanilla, allows teams to get back in the game because they have two opponents at that point, the Packers and the clock. But for fantasy purposes, that doesn't help me because they give up a lot of yards and yep. give up a lot of garbage time points. So as a, as a fantasy owner, I would avoid the Packers' defense this year. No, I agree. And my IDP is Paul Puzlozny of the Jacksonville Jaguars. When you look at IDP linebackers, you want a three-down linebacker. 
Puzlozny is going to be a two-down linebacker this year. They have Telvin Smith, Miles Jack. Puzlozny will get overdrafted based off a of name recognition in fantasy drafts. I'm in two IDP leagues. He was overdrafted based off a of name recognition in those leagues. So yeah, I would recommend passing on him. The IDP, Rami, have you been in leagues with that? I have not. I've been in a cup of coffee, I think, two years. We had an IDP. Greg, what about you? I'm in two leagues that have IDPs. I don't want to watch cornerback. I don't want to watch cornerback numbers. <laughs> I, I, honest to God, I really don't. I mean, leave that to Leroy and Gary to break that stuff down. I don't want it. I don't, see, the defense is in the Tiger formation. And that blah, 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 blah. I don't that, No, that's not fantasy football easy. to me. What you do is you take three down linebackers and you take, you follow tackles. You take three down linebackers, either middle linebackers or weak side linebackers, and you take strong safeties because they play in the box and they get tackles. Tackles lead to forced fumbles, lead to fumble recoveries, lead to interceptions. That's that's pretty much it for IDP. Strategy. Okay, so you want linebackers that aren't in a rotation out. You want safeties that play in the box. Maybe the hybrids coming up playing a little yeah, linebacker. Yeah, Dale Buchanan and Dale Buchanan is big. Maybe Mark Barron in in uh, for the Rams is big. How does Morgan Burnett fit into that? He's a he's a top notch IDP. Yep. There we go. See, I'm getting it, Rami. We should add it. Defensive lineman, you I'm just good. want defensive ends. <laughs> Me too. I'm all I'm all good with no IDP. I'm but all right. Yeah. Hey, it's it's gaining steam over the years. It sure has. All right, Adam uh, Burnett, you ready to roll for next week? Yep, I have a draft tomorrow and I have a draft for Wednesday, but I I already have my players picked for week one. How many leagues are you in? Five. That's where I'm at. Five. I think five's a good number. Ten was too much for me, so I've pared <laughs> it down. So I've just pared down to five. The highest I ever got was in. Uh, college uh-huh. no i'm kidding uh was seven seven no nope. you didn't get that joke did you i got it you yeah, did I get it yeah, totally got it yeah okay it was good good mm-hmm. everyone got it but you didn't laugh though no no <laughs> i was laughing inside okay i, I was good. not i was not adam thank you we'll talk to you next week at 10 30 thanks i'm gonna order a uh, brock osweiler jersey and get that <laughs> over to uh greg for him yep. I, yeah i appreciate that that's perfect would you You're wear welcome. one if we got you one hell no Come on. We're going to make a bet. At some point this year, when, when there's a disagreement, Rami, yeah. let's make a bet with him, and he's got to wear the Osweiler jersey. <laughs> what but if I win the bet? Then uh, maybe I throw on, uh, I don't know, pick a jersey. Well, we'll talk about this in the break. Okay, very good. We'll take a break. Uh, Paul Wagner, as I said. Uh, also, uh, I got lots we'll, of people who want their teams graded. We'll break down his uh, Polish pipe bomb. I know we're self-serving mm-hmm. just a little bit here with our internal guys. Well, we will get to you, 799-1250. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. If you've been through a draft this week, which is probably the majority of us, uh, we'll grade your team out and be, well, as brutally honest as we can. Doesn't mean we're always right. But uh, we'll be brutally honest and give you a letter grade on it. You're listening to Fantasy Football Weekly, presented by Dave and Buster's in Wauwatosa here on The Fan. Tim and Rami have been playing fantasy football for literally decades. Now everything comes down to one. And they know exactly what it takes to win. Embrace the opportunity. This is Fantasy Football Weekly. This is an important game. Presented by Dave and Buster's in Wauwatosa on The Fan. Play with your heart. Yeah, it's a trust or bust fantasy football weekly edition presented by Dave and Buster's in Wauwatosa. Tim, Rami, Greg Janik, 
and uh, security Dan breaking down your teams, giving you a grade on it. Uh, have you been through a draft? And some of these running, we were just talking off the air. We Boy, we're going to disagree on a lot of these trust or bust picks, I think. Let's get to um, Paul Wagner, our buddy, uh, pitch for the Brewers and amongst uh, several other teams in the big leagues. Plays fantasy football as well, Rami. He texted me in his uh, his lineup. And here it is. Manning, Lacey, and Montgomery at the running backs. Ay, ay, ay. Paul, o- you're killing me. OBJ, Robinson, and Cobb are his uh, wide receivers. <laughs> Gronk is his tight end, and his flex is Jordan Reed. Okay, I'll let you go first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are you letting me go first? <laughs> it's because. I, a lot of this hinges on Montgomery. If if Ty Montgomery can learn how to block and therefore stay on the field, he could be a beast just because of how much how his his potential of being able to catch the ball out of the backfield as a former wide receiver. If Ty Montgomery can reach his full potential, I actually kind of like Paul's team. What do you give it? I'm going to give it a I'm going to give it a C plus, but with a lot of upside in Ty Montgomery. If Ty Montgomery can be the guy that I, I think he can be, if he can stay out on the field, we're talking about a B plus. I let you go first because Paul's my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I consider Paul a friend. Um, I don't like that team at all. At all? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. I think Lacey's a question mark. Ty Montgomery's a question mark. I think Lacey's a fine number two. Allen Robbins a question mark. Randall Cobb's a question mark. Who is his other receiver? Um, he's got Gronk. Cobb. Randall Cobb. Yeah, Cobb, Robinson, and didn't he have another receiver in there? Uh, hang on. Your phone just went wacky. Tight ends OB, are good. He has OBJ. That's fine. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. So he's so he's got the, the Manning to Odell Beckham and the uh, Gronkowski, and I th- that's that's pretty pretty good. Do you I'll, agree with me on Montgomery, though? No. You don't think he has beast potential? No. Okay. No, I think he's going to be okay in this offense, depending on how exotic they use him. Right. The problem is his touchdowns are going to get vultured. Oh, they will. Because they're at the goal line, he's too small for running back. Not only that, but how often do the Packers run at the goal line? I mean, they're they're at the one and a half yard yeah, and line. And they're in shotgun half the time. A lot of those, a lot of those now are going to go Martellus Bennett's way. Yeah, I, I hey, agree. Aaron I just, will just float I, him I don't, up for him. I don't mind Montgomery. I just think he's going too high in drafts. That's that's all I'm saying. I, I don't dislike him, but in terms of where he's been drafted, uh uh-uh. uh. I think there's much better selections than that. My buddy Corey, he direct messaged me a couple of questions this morning via Twitter. Uh, first, he says, hey, buddy, this is for the uh, fantasy show. I draft 13 of 14 in STD League. What is that? What Standard. Is that? Okay. All right. I just want to make sure. Yep. Uh, what sleepers have you been targeting? Has Aaron Jones done more than Jamal Williams this preseason? Not Chris Ivory draft. No. Um I, I, that was preseason. It's it's tough to gauge that off preseason. Right. I still like Jamal Williams on the depth chart. I do too. Sleepers in a thirteen to fourteen league. It was Kareem Hunt yeah. until Spencer Ware got hurt. Yeah. I thought he was one of my best kept secrets, and that that uh, that secret's out. Now. You know who I like is Hunter Henry, the tight end from the Chargers. Yeah. I got him as my backup tight end on one. Tyrell team. Williams. I don't know. He was dinged up too for San Diego. Uh, but I really like him. He he would drop. In fact, there was a draft yesterday. I don't even think he was drafted. Really? Yeah. He's a big target. He is. And so there's there's a couple of them right there. Corey also wants us to grade his team Mariota, Pryor, Allen, Bryant, 
McCoy. Hold on, you go so fast. Sorry. I can't. I can't process all that. Mariota. Okay. Pryor. Yes. Allen. 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 Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Martavis Bryant. McCoy. Yep. Gordon. Eifert. Arizona's D and special teams, and then his bench is Sneed, Rawls, uh, Jay Brown, John Brown, uh, Zay. He said, "I don't know if this is a type Zay of Jones." Zay. Oh, Zay. Jo- oh, yeah, yep. Zay Jones, Jamal Williams, Perini, and John Williams. I like his bench. I do. I it's like his bench. bench a lot. It's a solid team all around. Yeah, it is a solid team. I think there's like Paul's team. There's a couple of question marks in there, but not as many. Tyler like Eifert's even better. Tyler Eifert's a question mark. If he can stay healthy, he's a beast, but he just can't stay healthy. Um, I'm going to give it a B minus. I hate doing that injury thing, but I know we have to talk about it, Greg. Yeah. I, I I do. I hate pretending that this guy might get hurt, but it's just the reality of it. Sometimes when you have an injury history, you have an injury history, and you can't you can't take that away. So I I like Tyler Eifert as well. If, if Think about this. That dude plays, let's just say, 14 games of the 16. He might be the top-rated tight end in the game, and that's above Gronk. He might be. I think he's that good. Kelsey, the problem with Kelsey, he, all the physical skills in the world, he's kind of a he's kind of a dynamo, too. He's got a little, little salt to him. Um, he just doesn't get in the end zone. That's a problem with him. Because you got Alex Smith as your quarterback and Andy Reid as your coach. That's true. That's true. All right, 799-1250. Let's uh, do the pipe bombs lineup real quick. Yeah, let's get to Polish pipe bomb, Jeff Orlowski. Polish pipe bomb, his quarterbacks. Bring it up right now. Quarterbacks are Tom Brady and Dak Prescott. Set. Running backs are Todd Gurley, Ty Montgomery, Tevin Coleman, Mark Ingram, and Terrence West. Between all of them, I think you have strength in numbers there. Greg, Greg and I disagree on Tevin Coleman. I think he's, I think he's really good talent. I think he's good talent. I just think he's not going to produce the way he did last year. His uh, wide receivers are Antonio Brown, Des Bryant, Deshaun Jackson, and Kenny Britt. Get one of them to hit either Jackson or Britt, and you're set there. Tight end. This team right here swivels around Ty Montgomery. If that th- look at the rest of the supporting cast around Montgomery. If Montgomery performs, that's a really good team. Yep. I think a lot of people who drafted Ty Montgomery. A, a, a lot of their success will hinge around him. Okay. And I, I, I just don't know if McCarthy has it in him to use him. I, I, I've been using the term exotic, mm-hmm. but to use him as versatile as he is in so many different ways. I would put that guy in so many different formations and variations. I would have him uh, on the run. I would have him in the tail. I would have him in the slot. I would have him at, uh, on the outside, inside, everywhere. I'd I'd flip the ball to him uh, out of the backfield. I would do reverses with him. I would let him throw the football. I'd do it all with Tom Montgomery. You can do so many formations with him. You can line him up in the backfield and then motion him out into the slot. Okay, fair enough. That's us, and we're sitting here armchair quarterback in this thing. This is Mike McCarthy we're talking about. Does he have it in him to do that with him? I think he does. I don't think so. I think you'll see it unfold as the season goes on. Okay. I think you'll see it more than last year because last year they just put him in there just as a because they they just needed him. Right now they can actually plan for him being in that position all year and create these formations specifically for him. Yeah, it's uh, that's going to be interesting. That is going to be really interesting. You want to take a break? You want yeah, to take yeah, we'll a break. Okay, we'll take a break here. Get a sports flash. Still what do you, an get, hour what do you to grade? Go. What do you grade our Alaska's team? 
Or last game. Oh, I didn't even grade uh, your buddy's team over there. Was it your buddy's team? Yeah. I didn't throw a grade. Oh, no, mm-hmm. it was. Uh, I don't think I've given a letter grade on any of them. <laughs> uh, to tell you the truth. I hate to do this. You to said you. Corey's team. You gave him. You, yeah. you thought it was slightly better than Paul Wagner's. Paul team. Wagner, I give a D plus. Yeah, Corey's team, I'm gonna give a solid C to C plus. I gave Wagner a C plus. I'm gonna give Corey a, a solid B. Pipe bomb, I'm going B minus. Mm, also a solid B for pipe bomb. All right, so there you go. You want to get greater? It doesn't mean we're right. It just lets you think about. Oh, no, we're a right. Bit. We're always right. Okay, check. Yeah, always right. right. Tim Allen, Every time. Rami Makhlouf, Greg Janik, Security Dan, 11 Seasons of Fantasy Football Weekly, presented by Dave & Buster's in Wauwatosa here on The Fan. Welcome, fantasy football players. The season is getting super close. Break it up! And it's time to get you ready to win. Let's go, man! Fantasy Football Weekly, presented by Dave & Buster's in Wauwatosa. The fan delivers every Sunday morning, 10 to noon, with up-to-the-minute injury news, analysis, weather forecasts, and expert opinion to help you win. Now, here are Tim Allen and Rami Makhlouf with Fantasy Football Weekly on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, welcome back. It is Fantasy Football Weekly, presented by Dave & Buster's in Wauwatosa. Tim, Rami, in 11 years of doing this, uh, I, uh, I, I want to say that um, our success rate has been fairly good. Perfect. And that would be an understatement. Now we're perfect. Uh, mid-70% as we uh, accrue the numbers on our decision-making. I mean, we're always right. It no, does, we're always right. It does mean we're definitely uh, leaning in the right direction half the time. Um, night games, love them. Night players, the Sunday night game, the Monday night games. However, the Thursday night games, I don't know if you knew this, Rami. Maybe you did. I'm mm-hmm. sure you do. Thursday night players, I'm not a big fan of. Well, because those games are always so sloppy. Well, not only that, but it's just like if your your player underperforms that day. I'm not saying to sit Antonio Brown or not saying to sit right. Gronkowski or whatever. But it's just you got to sit there through Friday, Saturday, and Sunday morning just staring at your – it's your lineup. Yeah, you're in a hole. And and your player scored two points. Yeah, so that that's just a, a little nuance uh, over the years that we've come, come to uh, know here. We're grading out your team. If you've been through a draft, 799-1250, you can hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. And we're doing trust or bust. Um, rookies, Corey Davis for the Tennessee Titans. Now, what scares me, and in, in just uh, generally speaking, not just fantasy football, what scares me just in football in general, once everybody leans at one main thing and, oh, the Tennessee Titans are going to be the best thing since the 72 Dolphins or <laughs> whatever. I don't know. It just makes me a little leery of that selection. Now, I'm not saying you won't have some success with uh, with some Tennessee Titans players, but Corey Davis, the wide receiver, the rookie wide receiver, stud-like material, is he a trust or a bust here? Um, depends what you're looking to get out of him. You're not getting top flight wide receiver numbers out of him, but I think you can trust him as a third wide receiver and, and to grow into something bigger and better. There always is that one or two wide receivers in the NFL guys. And you guys can maybe refresh my memory. I know AJ green was one. Mike Evans is one that just step in and perform. Randy Moss. Randy Moss is one at the NFL, not only just at the NFL level, helping his team win football games, but at the fantasy level as well. Right. See, I don't, I don't see 
him being that player. No, not, not, not this to that year. degree. Because you you still have Eric Decker and Rashad Matthews in front of you. You do. And I don't think Mariota has taken that next step to becoming an, an elite NFL passer. I think Tajay Sharp was just added to the pup list, I want to say. He was. Thought I just read that. He was. Yeah. So he won't be in the mix as well. But there's one of the guys, Corey Davis, be careful picking him that high. We made mention last hour of O.J. Howard. I don't think it's it's beast mode quite yet for him. I think ultimately it won't take long, maybe by the end of the year, but their other tight end, I really do still like. I do. I think Winston has a rapport with him. It's going to be tough to, to, to have O.J. Howard unseat him, if you will, as the every down tight end. So we'll see about that. Kareem Hunt, book is out on him. The one thing that I will say, if you look at the Kansas City Chiefs uh, head coach, Andy Reid, you look back to his days in Philly, likes to feature a running back out of the backfield, doesn't he? Yes, absolutely. So a three-down guy. Um, And that is Kareem Hunt, it looks like. That's a lot of pressure on that rookie. He's been out of the backfield, caught, uh, caught his fair share of passes in the preseason, ran for his fair share of yardage. However, Sharkandrick West is a similar style running back, maybe a little bit beefier at the goal line. I think that uh, don't sleep on him, too. A deep, deep league, Sharkandrick West, if Hunt doesn't work out, mm-hmm. I think he's your guy. I think it's a good risk, good reward. So be be uh, on the lookout for Sharkandrick West as well. You want to grade some teams? Yeah. I got lots of Let's tweets. Let's do it. Uh, this is from Bill. He says, old school TD only league, 12-man league. What do you think? Thanks. At QB, he had, and this is all handwritten. He has uh, Breeze and Cutler at his quarterbacks. Love it. Running backs are Murray, Coleman, Cook, and Murray. Both Murrays. He has DeMarco uh, and Latavius. I like Latavius Murray early on in your TD-only league to score his share of touchdowns early. Mm-hmm. He may just keep that goal line position all year long as Delvin Cook works his way in. I like those backs collectively. Wide receivers, Fitz, Cobb, Parker, and uh, Cooks. Yeah, geez, not huge touchdown guys. I think Devontae Parker and Mike Evans, who oh, Mike Evans took a big step last year. Both these guys took a big step last year. But I think Parker and Evans are going to be the receivers that you see make the biggest jumps this year to the front well, Evans, of the wide receiver class. Evans tough to jump higher than what he is. I mean, that guy. I think he I think he still has another level in okay, him. Okay, I hope you're right. Um, Devontae Parker, we've been on him. This show has been on him since day one. Yep. Since, But it just, for whatever reason, whether it's quarterback play, offensive scheme, or injuries, that did play a big part in Devontae Parker. Uh, Jay Cutler, as you well know, Rami, likes the big target. Yep. Well, the nice thing with Jay Cutler, with Devontae Parker having Jay Cutler, is he's not afraid to throw that 50-50 ball yes. and just let okay. Devontae Parker go get it. <laughs> okay. And then the tight ends are Gronk and Hunter Henry. Oh, I love that TD-only team. That's a strong Very strong. Team. I give you an A. Well done, Bill. Yeah, I'm going to give that a solid A. This is for Mark, 12-team PPR. Starters, Winston, DeMarco, Freeman, Pryor, Cooks, uh, Thomas, uh, and then Ooh, nice team. Delaney Walker, his flex is Gillisley, Lutz, and the defense is the Chiefs. With Tennessee, uh, the stock for everything I'm reading uh, is starting to drop on Delaney Walker, and I'm trying to figure out why. If the flavor of the month in Tennessee, er, around football is Tennessee, how does the stock drop on a pretty darn good tight end? More, I guess more options? There's only one football to go around. Aaron Rodgers seems to make it work. You know what I mean? In that regard. And everyone gets their numbers. 
Why wouldn't Delaney Walker then get his numbers? So I don't know. I'm, I'm just curious about that. I like that. Delaney Walker. I think he's a solid tight end. Me Not too. a top flight tight end, but a solid tight end. Very solid. Uh, Very solid. I like that team. I give it a B. This is from I really like that team. Tyler sends us a screenshot of his draft board. Let me see if I can read it. It's kind of a small picture. Uh, he And this is in order of how he drafted, I'm guessing. Bell, Bryant, Hyde, Crabtree, Abdullah, Parker, Ertz, Jonathan Stewart, Ginn, Luck. Oh, I can't read yeah, that one. That's too small. I, I'm gonna I can't go read with the. One. I'm gonna go with a C plus. Chiefs, Shepard, Washington, Richardson, and Catanzaro. All right, I'm gonna go with the C plus there. That's got some potential though. Yeah, I'm. I'm in the C. I'm in the C range with you. The this- Des. The Des thing scares me though, man. With without Zeke, and I, I know that brings up a lot of question marks around the Cowboys' offense, but yeah, Cole Beasley might be the one guy that is going to benefit from all of this. There's a slot guy that, that obviously Dak Prescott tended to look for when it was a crucial and clutch situation. I think Cole Beasley, you shouldn't sleep on him either. This is from just me, not me. That's his Twitter handle. Uh, Eight-team basic scoring. Rodgers. Eight-team. Now yeah. keep that in mind. Yep. So this should be a stacked team. Mm-hmm. Rodgers, Lynch, McFadden, Jordy Nelson, Brandon Cooks, Martellus Bennett, Tyreek Hill, Seahawks defense, Guskowski, that's his starting lineup. His bench is Ingram, Gillisley, Prescott, uh, Hooper, and Randall Cobb. I like that bench. I do. I I think he could have done a little bit better in eight-team league. I think the running back position is weak. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know how you end up with running backs that week in an eight-team league. Well, running backs do thin out, as we've uh, talked about and experienced through our own drafts here. I'm going to give him a C. There's a ton of wide receivers, guys. Just some advice moving forward this week. You got drafts. If you're looking at the high-end running backs, they fall off the table after the big the big kahunas go. So just just keep that in mind. If if there's a decision and you're basing this off uh, getting one of those stud running backs or fulfilling your number one wide receiver role, wait on that wide receiver. Get the running back. Agreed. There's always wide receivers that come on late in the year that always. perform. Always. You look at... Falcons, you had Gabriel. You look at Chargers, you had Tyrell Williams. Chris Hogan for the Chris Patriots. Chris Hogan. Yep. You, don't, you don't see that with running backs. No. Jordan Howard was the only running back that came off the waiver wire last year that did anything. Yep. Yeah, that's good. That's that's right. We going to break? Yeah, we'll break. All right, we'll take a break. We'll go over uh, some more uh, information that we've uh, received here in terms of your your teams. And, and again, yeah. You can give us, you can give me a straight up D too on on my team. We haven't even gone through that. I gotta find. I don't even know if I brought him in. I can do it off memory if I need to. I think. So we'll go over that too. If you want to give me a big fat F for failure, that's okay. You can do that. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. You're listening to Fantasy Football Weekly, presented by Dave and Buster's in Wauwatosa here on the Fan. It's teamwork every Sunday morning. Real asset to the Join the fantasy footballers that will get you to the big game in your league. It's battle time. Let's go. Greg Janik, Security Dan, Rami Makhlouf, and Tim Allen get it done every Sunday morning. It's Tony Bryant. You're the real boy On Fantasy Football Weekly, presented by Dave and & Buster's in Wauwatosa. We got three hours to be great. On 105.7 FM. Let's go. The Fan. Uh. 
All right, welcome back. See, fantasy football issues. This is so plenty, aren't they? Fantasy Football Weekly presented by Dave and Buster's in Wauwatosa. We're not unlike any anybody listening to us. Why isn't your oh, phone on vibrate? On the side there, there's a little button. You just put the, flip it to the down position, uh-huh. to the back Sparky position. Sparky just texted you, Brewers haven't won a game. Canable didn't pitch since August 5th. Okay. He was down I that day. That. Last time he was available and they won without him. Uh, was July 25th. Bright, sunshiny news from Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. <laughs> See what I get? That was a tweet he you, forwarded you, from Adam McKelvey. I, I mean, you guys get on the air. We, we get off the air. That that That's what I get off the air. Right there. Also, fantasy football issues. My nephew, Jake, who's in this man's league right here, Security Dan's League. Just I, I texted him on my way in to work today and said, uh, hey, dude, you need to pay for the league. The draft's today at 2. Pay for it. Mm-hmm. And what was his response? Just now. Just texted me. He said, uh, I closed the text. Hang on one sec. Um, Jake says, uh, what do you mean? How do I pay him through PayPal? I already have one. I just need to enter money and pay. And my response was? Then do it. Then do it. What do you need to text me back for? I like being your secretary. Everything is there. Your textretary. Pay your money to play fantasy football. Pay up. We're all just doing this for fun. No, no, no. (laughs) To start, we are. Yeah, okay, I'll agree with you. It's all fun and games, and we all get together, and we draft, and we talk about our teams. But you know what? When you get to around week mm, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, it doesn't turn into that anymore. No, it stops being fun. Yes, it turns into I want some money. You start eyeballing some cash. I want all the money. Yes. I want all the money. All right, let's start grading out some teams here. That uh, you guys sent us on social media. This is from Tay. 10-team, non-PPR, six points per touchdown. Phillip Rivers, Mike Evans, A.J. Green, uh, Delvin Cook. Got uh, uh, Hunt from Kansas City, Eifert, and Adams. Wow, nice. That's strong. That is an A. That's an A right there. That might be the best I've heard so far. Well done, Tay. Wow. Very well done, sir. Um, This is from I Am Not a Felon. Tweeting at 1057. Okay. We have, FM, the we have something in common then. Uh, close. Going around saying you're not a felon makes me think maybe you're a felon. <laughs> well, it might have been close a time or two. He says he has uh, Dave Carr, Melvin Gordon, DeMarco Murray, Elshon Jeffrey. Gee, you go so fast. I can't, I just can't keep up here. Derek Carr, you said Dave, David. Dave Car- David Carr. That's what he wrote. Oh, uh, he wrote David. That's what Carr. he wrote. Yes. Okay. Uh, Melvin Gordon, DeMarco Murray, Elshon Jeffrey, Martavis Bryant, Jimmy Graham. Christian McCaffrey at flex, 12-team PPR. Mm, wow. It's a 12-team. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like Receivers it. are kind of weak. Yeah, I don't like it. Well, there's question marks. It's got some potential. We may look back on that team and say, whoa, this guy was all over it. But on the surface here. B minus? C. C. C plus. Okay. I'm going to give him a B minus. Um, You're a good grader. I'm I'm a lenient grader. Okay. I've, He's a millennial. I struggled in school, so. <laughs> I feel I feel their pain. Is he a millennial? He's not a millennial. I'm right on the borderline of millennial. We were both on the border of millennial. Millennials were born in 1980 or later. I was born October of 1979. Okay. So I missed. It I by thought it was 85. I, I I I read 80. I don't know. These things can be blurry. All right. Would you? If you have a kid, would you let him have a participation trophy? Uh, sure. Why not? No. He can have it. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna celebrate him for it. But he the can, breeds he, mediocrity. He can keep the trophy. I'm not gonna be James Harrison and throw out all his participation trophies. It breeds mediocrity. Nah, I, I'm okay well, with it. Brock Osweiler is a bum. I mean, okay. All right. 
Is that really how you feel? Yes. Thank you. We appreciate it. That's all the tweets I have all right. for right now. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. If you want to jump in here, I have, yeah. I have, I have a couple guys what on the uh, Buster Trust list. All right, your phone's Qu- going off again. Quarterback Cam Newton. Uh no, I don't trust it. I I just don't trust it. You guys. don't trust Cam? No, I don't. Oh, I trust. I Cam. think it, every list I go through, and you know, in preparing for my drafts and preparing for this show, I just wonder why he is ranked as high as he is. I don't. I don't buy it. He gets it done, man. Come on. He gets it done. Cam Newton? Are we talking about the same Cam Newton? What? His his 19 touchdowns or whatever he threw last year? How many did he run for? Touchdowns or touchdowns? He had a bad year last year. I know. He had a down year for Cam Newton, but I'm not giving up on Cam Newton. It's been horrible. Why is he ranked so much? Also coming off of shoulder surgery. That too. And I don't even know if he's turned it loose yet, according to Rivera. I'll take I mean, Cam Newton on my team. I'm not. Fantasy or otherwise. Nope. Okay. We'll uh, just agree to disagree on yeah. this one. Running, no. back, running backs, I have three of them. DeMarco Murray, Jay Ajayi, and Marshawn Lynch. How do you feel about Jay Ajayi? I like him. You think he's yep, what I a like lot him. of people think he is? Yeah, I do. If I he do. played Buffalo every week. Well, I always set the goal as uh, everyone thinks he's going to be here. And then you, I drop it down one tick. Would I be happy with dropping that down and those numbers there? I'd be overjoyed with a guy. Even even despite his projection, and then you lower it just one tick, I'd be fine with that. I think he's a workhorse guy that's going to just rack up numbers. I got this from uh, Richard. He says, uh, I got Brady, Jones, Tate, Stills, Freeman. Brady, Jones. Jones? Jones, I'm just reading what he's what he's Jones, put here. Jones, Who's Jones? Jones, Jones, Jones Hopefully Jones. not Matt Jones. Mrs. Mrs. Jones. <laughs> Jones. Who's Jones? Why are we spacing Jones? Who's I don't Jones? know. Jonesy. I don't know who Jones. I'm not Come sure. On, Jonesy. I'm Jonesing. Julio. Atlanta. Julio Jones. There we go. Oh yes, that has to be Julio Jones. Uh, Tate. Well, that just sounds weird. People calling him Jones. Still, it? yeah, just call him Julio. <laughs> There's like a million Jones. Here's one Julio. Uh, Freeman. McCaffrey, Reed, and then his bench is Cook, Macklin, Ebron, Bortles. Uh, his kicker is Gano, Catanzaro, and his defense is Houston. Does first, it say how many teams in that it's league? It's his first time. He did not say how many teams are in that I league. don't mind that team. First I draft? That's not bad. I think it's a little erratic, but I think it shows potential. One thing I try to stay away from is having a running back and a wide receiver on the same team. I uh, I used to think that way too, but then I uh, acquired uh, Le'Veon Bell and an Antonio Brown. Okay, well that's a, a rare <laughs> I think, exception. I think if it's if it's a high powered offense like Pittsburgh I'm or, or like Green Bay, New England, I'm okay with it. Hey, one of my leagues, I've got Freeman and Coleman. I'll start them both. I started them both last year, majority of the season. I was fine with that. RB one, RB two, same team. You get it all. I, I was I was fine with that. Uh, did you finish your team that you went through? I know we. I think oh, I'm we sorry. Did I interrupt? Glitched up on my bad. J O J. No, I was just saying the uh, trust or bust. Um, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's right. not my team. Just trust or bust. All right, seven nine nine twelve fifty. You can hit us up on Facebook and Twitter as well. What do you? What are you? What are your thoughts on Marshawn Lynch? That's he's a definitely trust or bust, he's he's definitely the goal line guy. So I think he's probably more favorable to a TD only league. I could see him getting double digits in touchdowns. Um, 
outside of that, yeah, when the Raiders are on the one-yard line against Seattle, you think they'll give it to Lynch? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, they will. I don't uh, see him putting up 1,000 yards. I, I don't know. I could I – could, but what is 1,000 yards these days, though, Greg? Is it that what, banner 60, of a year? 60 yards a game? Yeah, that's not much. Yeah, I think he could put up 1,000. Yeah, I, I think he's at around that 1,000 mark with about 10 TDs. So that's pretty good. I would I would take that RB2. That's a strong RB2. Yeah. 1,000 yards, 10 TDs? Yeah. 799-1250. As uh, we're getting you ready to go for Thursday night's game. Now let's, let's just uh, break that down for a quick second here. New England Patriots against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs draw that straw. That spread is around nine. Is it that high, really? I think so. That's a good defense, man. That's that's a really good defense. He's got a good defense. Does New England come out of the chute and just start doing what New England does? With Cooks there, now with Dorsett there, I don't know what Dorsett's going to do, you know, just just coming over there. But um, their backfield... Bovada has Gillisley, nine. Spread a nine. Nine, yeah. Gillisley, James White, these guys, they're going to do a round robin of oh, running backs. Deion Lewis, Rex Burkhead. You you have no clue what's going to go on in New England. No. In that backfield. No. So that being said. Bill Belichick hates running backs. I don't see a lot of a lot of points in this Neither one. Neither do I. Actually. Both those defenses are too good to see a high-scoring game in this one. Kansas. Also, offenses usually get off to slower starts than defenses. But Kansas City, uh, with that defense or special teams, Tyreek Hill, it may break something open. Uh, those of you betting on this game, nine-point spread. If Kansas City's D special scores, they're going to cover that spread. If they don't, you probably see a New England 2010-type game. I could see that. So I think Right there on the cusp of the spread. I think Tyreek Hill is another trust or bust guy. Uh, I would definitely trust him. As a number one receiver there now? Not a number one uh, per se, but I do think he's going to have another good year. And they're going to keep him in the return game. So you do have that opportunity there. I I think he might be here to stay for a while. Maybe not Dante Hall type uh, return game because uh, ultimately they're going to adjust to him. But uh, that's New England and Kansas City this Thursday night. And those uh, following along the Brewers... They have an off day that day, so you can just focus on football that day, take a little break. Nice. Do the Cubs play on Thursday? I... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, they're all they tuckered out. They're all tuckered out from traveling Thursday night from Pittsburgh. I thought you already said this isn't a big Jeez. deal. You told me on the air this isn't a big deal. Do I have to pull the tape? <laughs> no, no, no. No, I, I, the way I answered the question was it's within the rules, uh-huh. and they just got to do it. I would I would have done it too. I don't blame the Cubs for this. They're the only team that has this problem, and this is the only time that they've asked for this exemption. For now, yes. <clears throat> I think they're. If if I were them, I would have asked for it twenty times by now. What's the? You just won the World Series down there in, in Chicago. What's the local neighborhood going to say? No. Of course, the alderman was behind him. The mayor's behind him. Oh, all the alderman's the alderman's been not a proponent of the Chicago Cubs and expanding night games. You think the bars are going to be against it? Uh, the bars, no. The people who live in the neighborhood, yes. That's your mm-hmm. fault for living there. 
Yeah. That's what I said. It's like living next door to a yeah. railroad track. Right. You're, you're going to get mad when a train horn wakes you up? No, you're a moron. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Like Wrigley wanna, Field just popped up. We want to go to Joe. Yeah, that's true. It's been there for a minute. These that's people true. knew what they were moving into. We want to go to Joe. We, we can go to Joe then. Break. All right, uh, Joe, you're on the fan. Good morning. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I got a um, non PPR league, eleven teams. The points league, none had to. Have. Eleven teams. Yeah. How does that work? So we just have eleven teams, and uh, you just go by points for like touchdowns. Um, Oh, so there isn't head-to-head. It's just overall points leaders. Yeah, it's pretty much like real history. Oh, okay. I like that. All right. Okay, I've never been in a league like that. Yeah, so I have the fifth pick. Um, I have Whit, Jameis Winston, Perkins at running back with Sean McCoy, Des Bryant. Um, I got Hopkins at wide receiver. And then I got Gronk at tight end, Novak, and New England's defense. Mm, you've got some question marks. I think on given weeks you're going to put up put up points i don't know how consistent it's going to be though right yeah i think my wide receivers they're either going to be hit or miss they are and deandre hopkins that's a, that's a trust or bust guy too i had I on my list i think fourth or fifth round so i couldn't pass up on them i thought and and that's the thing we judge these guys on the surface we don't necessarily uh ask immediately or judge immediately upon where you got them like i brought up andrew luck last hour right sometimes you know he falls so far that the value is there just right. as to where you drafted him. So I agree with you on Hopkins. They tend to like uh, DeAndre Hopkins, just signed him to a five-year deal. I was surprised right. by that. He's good. He's good, but after the, he had a, he had a down year last year for mm-hmm. him. Still a big year for most wider series, but had a down year last yeah, year. Yeah, because Osweiler was his quarterback. That's true. And yeah, yeah. You have to I know. And that did in. you hear his statement in the preseason? No, what he when say? he was talk, they were talking about Tom Savage and Deshaun Watson, and he said, "Oh, thanks for the call, Joe." He said. I played with the worst quarterbacks my first four years, Jeez. and I still put up the numbers I have put up. I want Tom Savage as my quarterback. Wow. Although, what do you think of Watson, though? I like Watson. I'm a fan of Watson. I like the I other Deshaun do better. Things. The other Deshaun? Kaiser? Yep. Uh, I don't know. I do. I do. I, I like Deshaun Kaiser. I think that Cleveland offense is going to be a little bit better than people think. I don't think they'll be world beaters. But on on the way up for Cleveland, seven nine nine twelve fifty. Uh, you can hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Trust or bust fantasy football weekly. We'll talk about uh, some additional players that may be on the bubble there as to whether you trust them or we think that they're a bust. And uh, we'll also grade out your team if you want to get it in uh, to us as as quickly as you can. Top of the hour, the uh, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show, getting you ready for Game Four. This four game set, Brewers and Nationals. Get all the pertinent information uh, to settle back and enjoy a Brewers victory today, hopefully. You're listening to Fantasy Football Weekly, presented by Dave & Buster's in Wauwatosa, here on The Fan. Tim and Rami have been playing fantasy football for literally decades. Now everything comes down to one. And they know exactly what it takes to win. Embrace the opportunity! This is Fantasy Football Weekly. This is an important game! Presented by Dave & Buster's in Wauwatosa on The Fan. Play with your heart! All right, welcome back. We've got some time for you. 799-1250 before we get to the uh, on-deck show. Brewers and Nationals, game four. Big game. 26 to play, Rami Maklaw. Yes, sir. You want to do the uh, Pella Windows and Doors on-deck show? I'll uh, let you some, handle this one, Timmy. S- something new for you. People want your thoughts on the Brewers. He's already scheduled for it. <laughs> That's right. 
It's Fantasy Football Weekly right now, presented by Dave and Buster's in Wauwatosa. Trust and bust. We were just talking about some baseball players, but right about that during the break. But uh, right now we're focused on fantasy football players. If you want your uh, team graded out, uh, go ahead and uh, and let us know over Twitter or Facebook or 799-1250. Uh, you can email as well, right, Rami? Yes, you can. Live at 1057fmthefan.com. Indeed. I have now, not checked the email this morning. I'm. Oh, we, we probably... <laughs> That's my bad. <laughs> my fault. Sure. I have, I have a, a couple more what trust or bust on the wide receivers. Yep. T.Y. Hilton. With the uh, Andrew Luck issues, uh, Dr. Burnett, Dr. Adam Burnett, told us that that injury was a little different than other lat injuries or labrum or whatever it was. Uh, he tends to not believe in him, so he says bust. I've never been a big fan of Luck in the first place. I thought he's underachieved as to what he was touted for coming in. Still decent. No, don't get me wrong. Still, uh, you know, when he's healthy, he'll put up some numbers for you. He's, he's sort of a, a a gamer in that regard. But, um, yeah, with the injury, I probably wouldn't trust it too much, depending on where you get him. We do have a couple of emails, if you want me to run through Go these ahead. real quick. Go this ahead. is from uh, Tyler. He said and he wants us to grade his team. 12-team PPR. He drafted 11 standard scoring. Uh, Derek Carr, A.J. Green, Michael Thomas, Alshon Jeffrey, Delvin Cook, Tevin Coleman, Eric Ebron, and then his bench is Diggs, McFadden, Cobb, Kamara, Coleman, uh, Rodgers, and mm, Amendola. I like, I like it. I think that uh, the McFadden... If, if Zeke is suspended, that McFadden thing is going to help out early. I really like that team. If Zeke doesn't play and McFadden's in there getting the lion's share. A B? I, yeah, I would get a, sol- a B plus even. Um, I like that team a lot. Now, the, the, the problem is, is early on here, uh, you might want to start making some adjustments. If Zeke is suspended, ride out McFadden, but start making some adjustments to uh, acquire another running back. This is from Tom. Should my wife start Mariota or Dak Prescott? I would go Mariota. All right. Um, Chris wants us to grade his team. Says, what do you guys think of my team? 12-team, half PPR. Russell Wilson, Gurley, Hyde. His wide receivers are Evans and Bryant. Flex is Hunt. Tight end, Hunter Henry. Uh, kicker is Lutz. Defense is Pittsburgh. Yeah, I like that one, too. His bench is Diggs, Luck, Charles, Macklin, Matthews. Yeah, I like that a lot, too. Boy, you guys are doing a great job with these things. Um, I already read that one. This is from Dan. Says, uh, I think he wants us to grade this team. Gordon, Odell, Zeke, Hunt, Crabtree, Watkins, Parker, Gillisley, Phelan, Doug Martin, Coleman, Chris Carson, Austin Hooper, Arizona defense, Santos, and Kaiser. B+. Plus. That's a good team. Yeah, that is a good team. That is a solid team. I'm with you right there, B+. Plus. And then uh, this is from uh, – they didn't put their that name on it. might be a little higher. That might be an A-. minus. So Especially a- that Doug Martin. I think Doug Martin's going to come in off that suspension and be a beast. He's the key. Yep. This, yep. this emailer says, hey, guys, grade my team. Four exclamation points. He's very excited about it. Rodgers, Evans, Parker, Ooh. Howard, Gore, Reed, Coleman, Henry, Moncrief, Luck, David Johnson Jr., and Jamal Charles. If, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. If Frank Gore can perform, I think he, yeah, I think he's got something there. He's a solid team. Yep. I like it. Yeah. That's a B plus, A minus range as well. I like it a lot. I think people are just showing off now. 
People are just literally just showing off now. Here I'm, I'm, I'm uh, going with Pierre Garcon. I don't think we did this one yet. <laughs> this, guys. Is, this is a tweet from Ruben. Um, hang on, let me make sure I got this right. Why does he have Tyrod Taylor starting and Drew Brees on the bench? But okay, his starting lineup is Tyrod Taylor, Crowell, Ty Montgomery, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Kyle Rudolph, Jonathan Stewart. His kicker is you, not you, Tim, but you, the kicker you. from the Los Angeles Rams. His defense is the Texans. His bench is Breeze, Elliott, uh, Rodgers, Cooper, Parker, how, and Pryor. Wow, how many teams? Uh, I don't think he said that in the tweet. Did he say it? I don't think he did. That team seems to That's be oh, half, like te- half PPR, eight team. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> that makes, that makes <laughs> Greg sense. Greg and I are like, whoa, I don't want to play against the, those that Those wide receivers dude. alone. That's still a solid B, even for an eight-team draft. Oh, yeah. Eight-team draft. Yeah. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, with, with eight teams. Seven, mm-hmm. nine, nine, 12, 50. Joe, let's go to Joe in West Dallas. You're on the fan. Hey, Joe. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up? 12-team PPR. Uh, it's got a point and a half for 10 yards rushing. I drafted fifth. Okay. Um, I got Kirk Cousins, Lamar Miller, Kareem Hunt, Julio Jones, Kelvin Benjamin, Greg Olson, Martavius Bryant, um, the Cardinals defense, Matt Prater, their kicker. My bench is Duke Johnson, Marcus Mariota, Deshaun Jackson, Adam Thielen, Chris Thompson, Colby Fleener, and uh, Kamara. That's 12 team? Yes. Go back to your running backs for a second. My running backs are Lamar Miller and Kareem Hunt. And then on the bench, I have... Chris Thompson and uh, Kamara from the Jets. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to ride on Kareem Hunt. If if Hunt it, blows up like everyone is sort of thinking he will, I mean, at least workhorse. I mean, I don't think Hunt really needs to even score a lot of touchdowns. I, I really don't. I just think he's such a workhorse guy. I th- you're going to get some points out of him. But that's that's what it comes down to. What that? That's what it comes down to. I, I think yeah. with that team is Kareem Hunt. And I'm I'm on the fence of who to start between Cousins and Mariota. They kind of was a piece to me. Yeah. I would go based on matchups. Those are two, right. I think those well, two guys Titans, are really close to each other. Titans faces the Raiders, and who do the uh, Redskins have Week One? You got to go Cousins. Yeah, I don't Cousins I, is more proven. I think so too. Cole Beasley is also still available. I was going to drop Kamara and make a claim for him right away. I like Cole Beasley a lot. I do. But that'll put you thin at running back. Right. Yeah, I would wait on that, but I would go with Kirk Cousins just just out of the shoot here. I think Mariota could make a big step forward this year, but until that happens, you yep. pro- you're probably going with Cousins most weeks unless Mariota has a really good matchup. Right. I like Cousins. Cousins a lot too, but I also liked Mariota, so I was happy to get them both. But then you got the, you know, I hope they both score forty every week. Absolutely, Redskins he, got the Eagles week one. Okay, so that he should put up some points there. You might have some trade bait at that quarterback position. I would take a look at that. All right, Joe, good luck. Thank you. I give it a. I'm torn between a C plus and a B minus. That's right in the in the range that I was at. I think he's got potential, but it's going to ride on that Kareem Hunt. You said I've been too easy a grader today, so to balance things out, I'm going to give him a C plus rather okay. than the B minus. There you yeah. go. We'll take our final break here. The On Deck Show coming up at the uh, top of the hour. You're listening to Fantasy Football Weekly presented by Dave & Buster's in Wauwatosa here on The Fan. Tim and Rami have been playing fantasy football for literally decades. Now everything comes down to one. And they know exactly what it takes to win. Embrace the opportunity. 
This is Fantasy Football Weekly. This is an important game. Presented by Dave and Busters and Wauwatosa on the fan. Play with your heart. All right, welcome back. Just preparing for the On Deck Show in just a couple of minutes here. Fantasy Football Weekly presented by Dave and Busters in Wauwatosa. Boys, a couple of things to clean up here at the end, and then we're off and running. Yeah. You excited? It's, it's for real. Next week, it's for oh, real. Oh, my goodness, it is. I feel it. It's one I, of the funnest shows I, I do on the radio, I got to admit. I mean, the Brewers show, obviously, number one, but this fantasy football show, Man. The Brewers show can be stressful for you, though, especially yeah, yeah. this time of year. Oh, oh man. Like fantasy football, this is, this is pretty much strictly fun. We're just having fun. <laughs> Tell me about the it. The Brewers are taking years off your life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Without question. For sure. Yes. All right, let's go to Kyle in Caledonia. Kyle, what you got? Well, I got a, a 12-person league with standard scoring, and I've got uh, Aaron Rodgers, Leonard Fournette, Ty Montgomery, Julio Jones, Michael Crabtree, Bronk, Mason Crosby, and the Jaguars. Give me your give me your receiver depth. Uh, receiver depth, I've got uh, Julio Jones, Crabtree, Golden Tate, Crowder, and Cobb. Okay. All right. I'm all right with that. You covered your flank there. Fournette and Montgomery, when they go, you go. Absolutely. That's what a lot of this is going to hinge on. Yep. Those two guys, man, I think the potential is is big time. But you may look back week seven and say, man, Fournette and Montgomery, if they could just hit. Well, I'm going through that with the Brewers offense right now, so I, I feel your pain. But uh, you may look back on those two running backs, and they're going to determine things. And I do have uh, West and Blunt still backing them up, so I do have a little bit of a security blanket. Little bit, and I think don't sleep. As we said last hour, man, I would not sleep on Sharkandrick West. You know, you hand the car keys to a rookie running back that didn't expect it, and sometimes he'll swerve into the ditch. So Sharkandrick West has been known to show have and uh, to have a little success. So I, I like it. I like it. But Fournette and Montgomery, we're rooting for you. Okay. All right, man. Thank you. All right. Take it easy. I got a brand new Twitter follower, Kevin, who uh, wants a question answered, and he's new to the show. So let's make sure that we take good care of him. Okay. 14-team PPR, Luck and Dalton, Antonio Brown, T.Y. Hilton, Diggs, Crowell, Powell, McFadden, and Jimmy Graham. Bilal Powell, we haven't mentioned not one time. No, we have not. And, and I would – that dude, in the two drafts that I've been through so far, falls – and falls and falls some more. Great value pick. Great a, value pick. A, a PPR league, you're going to love Bilal Powell. I don't even think it matters if it's a PPR. That's true. Because they were talking about just straight out releasing Forte. Yeah. and it, it, I really do like Bilal Powell a lot. So that makes that improves that team a little bit better for Kevin. Not overjoyed with the team, but decent. Can we get one more in? This yep. is Tom tweeting. At Rami is tweeting. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Jay Ajayi, Ty Montgomery, Des Bryant. Uh, Allen, one more wide receiver. Come Al- on, baby. Allen Robinson, <sighs> Travis Kelsey, C.J. Anderson is his flex, Chiefs defense and special teams, Steven Goskowski, Stephon Diggs, James White. It looks like he's mid-draft sending us this because I still see a few empty roster spots Okay, here. yeah, pick up a receiver, flank that receiver position, and you're setting yeah, pretty good. Absolutely. You're yeah. doing all right. All right. 
We're good? I think we're done, yeah. We're good. I think we're all set. Yeah, that's that's it. So uh, next time we speak, we're going to be one game into the, your 2017 fantasy championship season. You like that? No. Yes, I do. You, you do? I like it very much. This is going to be a championship season. For <laughs> all right, very good. It. I'm due. We'll do our best to help you guys out on a weekly basis. We'll uh, accept social media all throughout the season. Tim, I need one more piece of advice from you before before what we close things out here. When I go home, do I do I make homemade waffles or breakfast burrito? <laughs> Skip the breakfast and go directly to lunch. Fantasy breakfast questions. Come on. No, I haven't eaten yet today, so it's breakfast. No. So waffles or breakfast burrito? <laughs> Breakfast burrito. Um, does the w- waffles with bacon? Uh, the waffles will have cream cheese frosting on no, them. No, but side of bacon? Uh, maybe some eggs and bacon on the side. Perfect. Yeah? That's it. You're saying yep. waffles? You're okay. good. All right. Yep. All right. That'll do it for Fantasy Football Weekly, presented by burrito. Dave and Buster's Wauwatosa. <laughs> for Security Dan, Greg Janik, Rami Makloff, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you next on the On Deck Show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.